Hi there, faithful listener. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. I hope everybody's having a great morning this morning and that you are ready to dig into the word. Now, make sure you have your cup of coffee in front of you and also your Bible. Those two things are essential in the morning, coffee and Bible. (laughs) So definitely make sure you have your Bible in front of you. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT version this morning, and we're actually going to read the entire chapter of Genesis chapter 23. Now, it's not that long, I promise. It's only 20 verses. There's not really a good breaking point in this chapter. So we're just going to cover all of it today. So let's go ahead and start in verse one. When Sarah was 127 years old, she died at Kiriath Arba, now called Hebron, in the land of Canaan. There Abraham mourned and wept for her. Then, leaving her body, he said to the Hittite elders, Here I am, a stranger and a foreigner among you. Please sell me a piece of land so I can give my wife a proper burial. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Listen, my lord, you are an honored prince here among us. Choose the finest of our tombs and bury her there. No one here will refuse to help you in this way. Then Abraham bowed low before the Hittites and said, Since you are willing to help me in this way, be so kind as to ask Ephron the son of Zohar to let me buy his cave at Machpelah, down at the end of his field. I will pay the full price in the presence of witnesses, so I will have a permanent burial place for my family. Ephron was sitting there among the others, and he answered Abraham as the others listened, speaking publicly before all the Hittite elders of the town. No, my lord, he said to Abraham, please listen to me. I will give you the field and the cave. Here in the presence of my people, I give it to you. Go and bury your dead. Abraham again bowed low before the citizens of the land, and he replied to Ephron as everyone listened, No, listen to me. I will buy it from you. Let me pay the full price of the field so I can bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, My lord, please listen to me. The land is worth 400 pieces of silver, but what is that between friends? Go ahead and bury your dead. So Abraham agreed to Ephron's price and paid the amount he had suggested. 400 pieces of silver, weighed according to the market standard. The Hittite elders witnessed the transaction. So Abraham bought the plot of land belonging to Ephron at Machpelah, near Mamer, also called Hebron. So the field and the cave are transferred from the Hittites to Abraham for use as a permanent burial place. So we see here in Genesis chapter 23, verse 1, that Sarah dies. And she is 127 years old. And now, fun fact about the Bible. Sarah is the only woman whose age at death was recorded in Scripture. And that shows how revered she was in Scripture. You know, I I read something, um, I read a commentary, and it's the Enduring Word commentary on Genesis chapter 23. They mentioned something that was really interesting to me. They say, nowhere in the Bible... Are we told to look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, as an example of a godly woman? But twice we are told to look at Sarah as such an example. In Isaiah 51, verses 1 and 2, and in 1 Peter 3, verses 3 through 6. So I found that really interesting. You know, many people revere the mother Mary, but in Scripture, they tell us to act like Sarah, 
They tell women to act like Sarah, but not as the Mother Mary. And I found that really, really interesting. I never had realized that before. And I didn't actually know that Sarah was mentioned in Isaiah 51 either. So those two verses in the NKJV are, Listen to me who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. So Sarah is included in that, and Isaiah is saying to the Israelites, look at your founding fathers and how they lived. Look at Sarah and Abraham, and that is how you are going to achieve righteousness is by following in their footsteps, following in the footsteps of people who were considered righteous in the Bible. And that includes Sarah, and it includes Abraham. And I just found that really interesting. So I thought that'd be something that I could share in the podcast this morning. But Sarah here, she dies and she dies at 127 years old. You know, and Sarah's life was super interesting because it was filled with some mistakes. Yes, but it was also filled with belief and trust and honoring her husband and honoring God and being the kind of woman that other women should look up to. So in verse two, Abraham mourns and weeps for her. And you know, Abraham and Sarah didn't have the best marriage. You know, we learn that in their entire story that Sarah was not super respected by Abraham, but Abraham still loved her. And he feels that loss when she is gone. And it's possible that Abraham grew in respect for Sarah. So I I don't think that Abraham and Sarah had the best relationship starting out, but it's it's possible that their relationship continued to grow as their walk with God increased. And, and after God stuck up for Sarah that one time and Abraham saw that, it's possible that Abraham and Sarah started having a good relationship towards the end of their lives. You know, Sarah still had about 37 years after Isaac was born to live because she died at 127 years old. Abraham is mourning and is weeping for her, but he doesn't have a place to bury her. So he goes to the Hittite leaders, and that is where Abraham is living. He is living in the land of Canaan, where these Hittite leaders would have lived as well. So he goes to them and he says, and he has a conference with them, and he says, I am a foreigner among you, but please grant me the mercy of letting me pick a land, a piece of land, to bury my wife and also to be a permanent burial place for my children and their children. Let me have a permanent burial spot. So let me buy some land because I don't have a good place. And back then, you know, we bury people in the ground as of now, but back then people were buried in caves. So Abraham clearly doesn't have a cave on his property. So that is why he is going to these Hittite elders. You know, it's it's kind of interesting here. After Abraham says that he's a foreigner living among them and please grant me mercy to buy some land, the Hittite elders respond to Abraham. They're like, listen, my Lord, you are an honored prince among us. So they're, they're, really buttering him up or trying to butter him up. And they're saying, you are an honored prince. And I think some some versions of the Bible even include, you are an honored prince of God. So they have high respect for Abraham because they see that God is always on Abraham's side. So they do believe that Abraham is almost a prince of God or like God's golden child, kind of. So they have respect for Abraham and they're kind of trying to 
butter him up here. And they're like, choose the finest tomb that you can think of. Just choose, choose your tomb. And Abraham bows low. So he humbles himself. And this is more about Abraham's personality. He was a humble man. He was very humble and he bows low before the Hittites. And he says, since you are willing to help me, please ask Ephron, the son of Zohar, to let me buy his cave. And Abraham would have known all about that cave because it's by the oaks of Mamre or Mamre. I'm, I'm not actually sure how to say that, but that was where Abraham lived for many, many years. He lived by those oaks of Mamre and this Ephron owned some of that land. And Abraham knew about this cave that was near there. So he asks Ephron, can you please sell me that cave and the field that surrounds that cave? So Ephron is sitting there among the elders and he says to Abraham, and and I looked this up, this is kind of interesting. So the way people would negotiate in these ancient times was the first person would ask somebody to sell them something. And then the person who was selling would in a way of being um, almost deceitful in a sense or trying to make themselves look better than they actually are, they would say, no, go ahead and just take it. But it would be in front of all these witnesses. So that's exactly what Ephron does. He's like, he's sitting there among all these elders and these rich people. And he's like, Abraham, you can go ahead and just take the land, just take the field and take the the tomb and just bury your wife there. It's okay. Go and bury your dead, he says. So Abraham again bows low before all these citizens. And it says in verse 13, and he replied to Ephron as everyone listened. No, listen to me. I will buy it from you. So firstly, this Ephron had really no intention of allowing Abraham to actually take his property. This was just a way of negotiating. And Abraham would have looked like a fool if he would have just been like, yeah, yeah, let me have your land. I'll take it. And then Abraham's um, Abraham's reputation would have just been destroyed. So Abraham doesn't do that, obviously. And he's like, no, I'm going to buy it from you. And Ephron answers Abraham. And this is so manipulative. It's, it's hilarious. So in verse 14, Ephron answers Abraham, my Lord, please listen to me. The land is worth 400 pieces of silver. But what is that between friends? Go ahead and bury your dead. Just, just take the land. I mean, it's definitely worth 400 pieces of silver, which would have been about 10 pounds of silver. And he's like, it's definitely worth that. But no, we're friends. You just take the land. (laughs) And Abraham doesn't say anything else, and he just pays Ephron. And this would have been a negotiation. So Ephron would have started out very high, and this would have been something that Abraham should have negotiated with Ephron. But Abraham doesn't negotiate. He just takes the very first price, which is 400 pieces of silver or 400 shekels. Ephron probably would have expected Abraham to try to get a lower price. But because of who Abraham is, he was a man who was humble because he bows low before all of these these rich and influential people. So he bows low before them. And secondly, he just takes the first price that this Ephron guy just throws out there. This insane amount of money, which would have been 10 pounds of silver, Abraham doesn't worry about it. He's just like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to pay that. You name your price, I'm going to pay it. 
And that's what he had promised that he was going to do from the beginning. So he not only is humble, but he is showing that he isn't a liar. So he didn't negotiate the price of this cave. He just allows Ephron to name his price as he said he would at the very beginning. He said in verse 9, I will pay the full price in the presence of witnesses. So he's proving that he's not a liar. He goes and he pays for it. The Hittite elders, it says, witnessed the transaction of the money. And also the negotiation as well. So Abraham buys the field, the cave and everything that surrounded it and the surrounding trees as well. It became his permanent possession. Abraham ends up burying his wife there, Sarah. It actually ended up being the place that Abraham was buried and Leah was buried, Isaac was buried, and Rebecca, and I think all the way down to Jacob was the last person. So this is a tomb of the patriarchs of the Bible, and it ends up being Abraham's possession where he buries the three patriarchs of the Bible. So this was Genesis chapter 23. I hope that you learned something from this one. This one was more historical more than anything, but the Bible is filled with history. But definitely make sure to like this podcast from whatever platform you are listening on. Either give it five stars or like it. That is, of course, if you actually like it, but go ahead and like it. And that will help this podcast get found by other people because the more reviews I have on the podcast, the more it gets bumped up and found by other people. So thank you guys so much for helping me spread the word and let people know that this podcast exists. I want to ask that everybody has a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless.